Eight. Any last words? Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Tonight on Chuck and Lou, Pete, Mr. Drew Ebert, joins myself, Pat Steinhoff, and co-host here, Jack Bueller, as we discuss basketball district play, coronavirus, Battlehawks, Trailhead Brewing, Sub Sandwiches, NCAA Hoops, and much more. Enjoy! Welcome, everybody, to Chuck and Lou, and tonight we have Pete with us. Pete, how's it going? I'm doing well. How is everyone doing? It's been a while since I've seen you guys. It has been a while, but things are good. Basketball has come to an end. We'll talk a little bit about that, both on the boys and girls side. And Lou, golf season for you has started. Things are starting to ramp up a little bit. How's your weekend? Long. What was it long? Did uh, coronavirus get you? Or? Not yet. Not yet? That's not why yet. I'm wearing my um, mask. Yeah, exactly. I'm wearing my too. Uh, played a lot of golf this weekend. Nice. Showed up to St. Charles High for a couple district championship basketball games. I think I spent more time not paying attention to the basketball games than paying attention to the basketball games. So you were distracted? Yeah. A little sure. bit? Was it the ladies? It's, was it just because Incarnate Word was there? Or? Honestly, probably the ladies. Probably the ladies. That's what yeah. so, so, Pete, uh, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about uh, district basketball this week. It was held at St. Charles High School. And um, let's just go ahead and dive right into it. Um, obviously, um, Incarnate Word, the girls' side, um, lost their first game of district play to... No, the, no they, they won. They won districts. Yep. Uh, I believe for the is it 11th time in a row. Only eleven. Yeah, eleven in yeah. a row. Okay, so that's obviously fun every year for anyone who's in that district to know that it's just not a reality. Yeah, we've gotten that check. St. Charles bus now twice in a row that reality check. Yeah, and St. Charles High, same thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's been uh, the last five or six years. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just it's just crazy. So um, the pirate season ended uh, on the girls' side. Um, the the boys, the Warriors uh, ended. Everybody in in St. Charles has ended, and we are now um, in prime. Uh, what is it? Is it girl soccer season and golf and what else we got? Just spring sports. Just spring sports. Uh, and we're kind of moving on here. Now, none of us have the coronavirus. Lou has a mouse in his wall at home. He just told us about. Um, it might be dead now. I hope he's dead. He's rolling around in the walls. And the Battlehawks cook. Uh, Pete, your Battlehawks went down today. They did. I watched the game. Uh, Give us a, a quick 30-second uh, synapse. They just... Is that a word? Uh, I, I, yeah, I think so. Okay, I, continue. I, I'm not sure. Uh, just from what I saw, they couldn't sustain their drives. Um, they got stopped on a couple fourth and ones late. And the rest was history. I saw on Twitter, I guess some people were a little ornery uh, about their play calling today. It seemed a, a little, I guess they would say, not very aggressive, pretty weak. What were your thoughts on the play calls? Yeah, I've coached um, zero games in football, so I'm, I don't like to criticize. So I, I wouldn't know what's best. But, yeah, there was a couple head scratchers there where... Oh, the old head scratcher, Lou Holtz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but I think I could coach the Battlehawks. I think Lou could coach the Battlehawks. You know, put put you put Pete up top and just start going. You know, swine flu B thirty seven duck wing fart once. You know, I think when they go up there, I think it's just fake. For any of you that see me play Madden, I could not coach. I could not coach a football team. No, no, I think I could. The play calls are. I wouldn't be able to remember them. No, I think it's fake. But I think it helps with the XFL. The uh, position players have. Everybody's got headphones. Yeah, except the line. So poor linemen, they don't yeah, get anything. I know. Yeah, I know. They just get the head of the dinner table, and that's it. They get and they're the ones that usually, you know, win the championships. That's right. right. That's right. So um, they usually get their meals bought from them too, but a QB. <laughs> Cha-ching. What's your favorite sub sandwich around town? 
Uh, I would say I like the I forget what it's called. It's from Bellachinos. It's uh, really good. And then I'll go with the I'm I'm, I'm pretty classic Subway. The uh, Italian BLT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm a perfect. I'm a Subway guy. I try to always get away from Subway because I yeah. feel like it's not good enough for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like not good enough food wise, but just like I'm not. It's 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 not cool enough. But then I always go back it's, and it's just good food. I just kill I that like meatball it. sub yeah, though. I love that good, meatball yeah. sub. So got me talking food a little bit. We have on Wednesday night, Lou. Tell us about um, a game that's going to be um, in our own backyard at St. Charles West on Wednesday night, and we get to see in our own barn uh, a young man named Caleb Love who will be attending North Carolina. Give us a little uh, pregame of what we can see uh, at the Warrior Dome. So Wednesday night, seven forty-five at the Warrior Dome. Get Hazelwood Central. I have no idea why I just call it the Warrior Dome, but. Well, Anyways, I like to call it the wigwam. I've never heard that. I just, I'm just making. I've never heard up. it called the pit till you called. It the I, I think the official name would be the pit. That's what I like. So, anyways, continue. Who we got? So yeah, so at the pit is we'll just say it's Hazelwood Central versus CBC. They've already played each other once this year, and CBC won that eighty to sixty four behind a thirty five point game from Caleb Love. Just average for him. Yeah, just throwing it out. CBC beat their rival Desmet, the win their district on Friday night. And Hazelwood Central went blew through a pretty easy district for them. Yeah, and we all know here sitting here, I think we all three had said, I don't know, I think, Lou, you were there, but two years ago, uh, Pete, I know you were there. We were watching uh, Caleb Love, who really didn't know a whole lot about from CBC. He was playing Courtney Ramey and Webster Groves. And um, you talk about just grown men, I believe, Cartier Gordon, um, yeah. who, who I believe is is now playing for the, um, oh, I don't know. Uh, who I is think, he playing for? Uh, Globetrotters. I think he has finally made it to the to the Globetrotting uh, ring. I'm sure he'd really fit in with those guys. But um uh, what a game that was, and it's just so cool to see those teams with those suckers out on the floor at our, at our place. It just makes the court almost look like as big as, you know, like the, the, my basement down here is small, you know. And But that game, I believe, uh, we saw Caleb Love have 37, I believe, as a breakout game his sophomore year, I think, against Webster. And we're going to be able to see it again. And you were there, you said? Yeah, I was there. I was uh, sitting in the top row uh, with my brother, and we're watching the game. And the game, obviously, was hyped for, Absolutely. Uh, you know, the last few days going in, and I'm like, who's this guy? It was Caleb Love. And you heard a little bit about him, but you don't know. I've never seen him, and I'm like, he's better than everyone out here right. as a sophomore. Uh-huh. And he's only elevated his game. It's been fun to fun to follow. Absolutely. So we're looking forward to there. getting there. That was pretty fun. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. And, and let's go ahead, and since we're talking basketball, let's go ahead and hop into you know, kind of focus a little bit on the class three, four, and five as, as far as where we're at. Um, I believe the class four and five are down to the, uh, what, final 16 teams? Yeah, we're in a sweet 16, baby. All right. So um, why don't we start with uh, class three as they're a little bit uh, further down the road. And that final four, I believe, is Charleston, who's 27 and four, Monroe City. Seen them in our dome over the summer. Yeah, they were over the summer at our place. Very well coached. Um, I think that guy needs to get himself, I mean, he's doing great. He's in the Final Four, but I think he needs to get a little bigger school job, come out this way. And then you got Cardinal Ritter, who beat O'Fallon Christian. And then you got Blair Oaks. Cardinal Ritter. That's what I heard. They had, uh, was it just one guy with a bunch of blocks? 11 blocks. the uh, Ellington kid. And well, then, and I think if you watch O'Fallon Christian play, eventually they were going to lose to a team that had size because they just don't have enough of it or hardly any of it at all. Um, but those are the four teams there that will battle in Class 3. And then, uh, Lou, you want to talk a little bit about Class 4? Sure, why not? So, um, well, I'd like to say Class 4, biggest upset I think came at St. Charles High on Saturday, seeing St. Dominic beat McClure. McClure up 27 to 11 and a half, and I'm not going to lie, I left thinking Dominic was going to lose. But as they showed against us, I was gonna say, they did the exact, they did almost the exact same, same thing. Three for 20 something 
in the first half, scoring 11 points and coming back and winning, holding McClure to 10 points yes. in the second half. Yeah, and that was just, a, I know, Pete, you were at that game. Tell us, talk to us just about that, being that game in person. I was unable to go. Uh, the second half was really, really good basketball. It was just the, the comeback from Dominic. Um, they really took McClure out of their, their zone. There was a, some costly turnovers late. And Dominic just went on a roll. They knocked down some big shots, which they weren't hitting the first half. And momentum, uh, like they kept that momentum going in. And it was it was a fun game to watch. You know, it's interesting. I've, we we played Dominic three times this year, and we we lost every single time. And one game, the last game, we were up twenty six to eleven, just like the game the other night. And they came out in the second half and, and really kind it's of put it to us. Something with scoring eleven points in the first half. Yeah, and I saw Coach Roberts at Dominic uh, in the newspaper. He said that every practice they um on I think they put eight minutes on the clock, and they must put their starters against their reserves, and they're down twenty, and. They do it every day, and they try to see how close they can get within eight minutes. Um, and I think Coach Roberts, uh, he does a great job over at Dominic. You can watch him as a coach. He's one of those guys that is real patient the first quarter as a coach. And then as the game gets going, you see him start to kind of figure things out. It's almost like he takes that first quarter, um, especially because this team plays a zone and kind of like feels them out, and the next thing you know, he outcoaches you. you yeah, know, they, towards they, the end. they uh, played man full court, obviously, late in uh... – because they had to because they were trailing, and mm-hmm. they they really did a really good job for a team that plays zone most of the year. Right. That's just so, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but looking at that, I, I guess we don't have to talk too much about it because I see down here that uh, Vishan plays Ledoux, uh, which will be a nice St. Louis matchup. And I know Ledoux, um, they're going to compete with them, but let's face it, I mean, are, are we all on the dais here probably thinking that Vishan is going to go ahead and roll away with this entire thing? Probably. Probably. I'm not, Cam Fletcher did not play there. I think the kid young man going to Kentucky is. Uh, has anybody heard word on that? No. Not. Okay, so that would be an interesting dynamic. And let's go ahead and move into the big schools, the big boys. And what stinks for the rest of class four is that the number two and number three teams in the state are playing each other in sectionals. And who's oh, that? It's Grandview and Raytown South on the other side. So just bring that up. What would you guys would you guys do anything different after? I mean, I don't think you can do anything. When I say is like the playoffs in basketball, um, you can't really do anything about the district assignments. I know there's things that are always a little bit hairy about that. But would you guys consider if there's 16 teams ranking those one through 16? No, but no, no, no. I'm just I, throwing it out there. I've I've been saying this for a few years. I would love to see 16 team districts, mm-hmm. and uh, when you get to the final two, they don't play the game obviously. And when you have those six, uh, I guess eight teams from each district then, or, or 16 teams, because you're taking two, um, reseed those, mm-hmm. and then and kind of um, play it out from there. There's been so many, like this year with, you know, uh, CBC and DeSmets. Right. And in previous years, you can even go back to, was it, you know, when I first started coaching, it was like my second year was, you know, St. Charles West and St. Charles High. Right. Um, those were two of the best teams in the state, and they were playing each other in the, the district yeah, championship. Yeah, we, we get a lot of state championships in district finals. Yes, you know, yes. Um, and it's it's just it's just kind of how it shakes out. Yeah. There's really nothing you can really do about it. Um, but I, I think it's an interesting uh, conversation. And we go we get to the big dogs. Um, you know, you look at some of these rec- records in the five A. Jackson makes it. They're eleven and sixteen. They're going to play an in town uh, team, Melville, who's pretty darn good. Um, you, you see Marquette, fifteen and thirteen, made it. They're going to play Chaminade. Um, but we look at those teams, mainly kind of the same names. You you got a big game on Wednesday, like we talked about, Hayeswood Central and CBC. Then you got uh, Zumwalt North and Francis Howell. What do you think the outcome of that game is going to be? You, you asked me earlier, you, you believe that Francis Howell is going to win, but what do you think the point, to- the point total is going to be? It'll be about 15 to 20. 15 to 20. I think it'll be um, a good environment. I think it's one of the games. Is that going to be played at Lindenwood? That's at Maryville. At Maryville. So that'll be a nice game in town teams. And then uh, speaking of Maryville, they're coachless. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but you got your typicals Rockbridge and Ozark and Kickapoo and Joplin. Um, that's kind of a you know, in my mind, is it CBCs to lose? What do you guys think, or is that that's pretty some pretty good teams there? Yeah, I, I mean, 
obviously you don't see what's on the other side of the state. Yeah, like, like Liberty and Staley, like who yeah. knows? I um, think, well, the top five teams throughout the year in Class 5 are all from St. Louis. I guess it's CGC's to lose because I think they're probably going to end up playing Rockbridge in the semifinals, I think, either them or Joplin probably. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, CVC should make it to the state championship. On the other side, I don't think there's really anybody that's good enough to beat them. I mean, we could very likely have a CVC versus Chaminade state championship game. Okay, that'd be interesting. I know, I, you know, Chaminade for being Chaminade. You know, um, I, I would say they're probably this year is just pretty average, but average to them would be great for us. Um, so it's going to be good. I think there's a lot of parity in the class five, especially. Um, who, have you guys ever thought about like who your if it was just St. Louis teams like who would your final four be if all classes were together? Would you go? Oh, I think it's anybody in class five unless you have like a Vashon. So we would throw like Vashon in there. Like who would you like to see with Vashon and CDC? CDC. Would you like to throw a Francis Howell in there, or is that, don't you don't think they're good enough? I don't think they're good to be in that the top four. That's just kind of an interesting deal. Um, Maybe Francis Howell last year. I don't know about this okay. year. Okay, so we'll see that. And just kind of around town here, um, Maryville uh, did did fire their coach, Mark Stricker. Um, we also have seen that Umsel uh, played in the GLVC finals today, and they lost uh, to Truman State by one point. And then if so, you, Truman's going dancing. Truman's going dancing, and then Umsel will still go dancing uh, with their great record. And then boys, we see uh, open up the transfer portal uh, this weekend, and you see a young man named Trent Champagne who has decided to leave uh, Quincy University. University and will be making his way back home. Uh, he's got a couple, you know, obviously he's got options. Um, and I think that it's one of those deals where the young man went down there and, and it's going to come back and get closer to home, but it'll be interesting to where, uh, to see where Trent lands, hopefully somewhere close to home that we can watch him. Um, other things around town today, Trailhead Brewing is closing today. Um, Iggy, how many times have you been to Trailhead in your life, do you think? Uh, at least a thousand. I would say a thousand over under a thousand, Pete. I, I would say five hundred or so. Yeah, I, I think it's I'm been pro- a while though. I think I'm probably more in the mid sevens. You know, I think the leader of the pack is probably you know the Kirk Hollanders of the world who've probably been there <laughs> fifteen hundred times um, back in his prime. Uh, but it's a place where um, a lot of people um, had tended in St. Charles, and it's a it's a cool gig. But today's the last day, and uh, we've, we spent a lot of our time down there on Main Street. So kudos to Trailhead, and I believe it is turning into a Schlafly. Uh, that'll be that's interesting. What I, that's what I heard. I think yeah. that'll be awesome. That'll be awesome. So um, we talked a little bit more. Um, let's go ahead and, and talk Cardinal baseball. Why not? Um, you you, you kind of um, gave me that look like you're just not ready, Lou, to, to talk I about. Won't be until the Blues get knocked out. Until the Blues get knocked no, out. Or if they win the Cubs. So oh, okay, so that's okay. Pete, are you going to be able to go through this again, this hockey thing, if it happens? Like, are you? I, no. I don't think, no. I'll, I, don't think I can make it. It's, and what's going to be crazy about it is after last season, and all the fans are still on a high from Absolutely. it, you know. And if they don't sustain that success, it would be interesting to see how people react to it, you right. know. But uh, me personally, I, I, I can't handle it. My my blood pressure was through the roof the last what two months of the playoffs because it takes what five months. It just takes forever. I mean, I might just try to get the coronavirus just so I don't have to go through it, you know. I mean, but that is just. Uh, forever of a deal there with the, with the playoffs. But getting back to the Cardinals, uh, I see that our, our main guys are really killing it down there. We got um, our, obviously, um, Dexter Fowler, Carpenter, Bader, and O'Neal um, all have 10 to 12 strikeouts personally, and they have no more than 25 at-bats, so they're still tri- striking out almost every other time. Dexter Fowler needs to be traded. Like Dexter now. Fowler needs to go fishing. 
He just needs to like leave the team. He just needs to go. Just do a, pull a gyro moon. Yeah, why didn't he just hop on the plane with gyro and, and head over to Puerto Rico? What's and that, that all team? about? That was crazy. I, I, I was read that. I did. I, I guess I haven't been following the Cardinals much the last couple. He weeks. just left. I, yeah, tell I saw it. that. That's unbelievable. The thing with Fowler is obviously what do you what do you do? I, I read an article, um, I guess two days ago, about the Yankees. Someone on the Yankees got hurt. Right. And they said that would be only, the only spot where they can potentially move him but they're they're not going to move him right uh i guarantee he'll be in the the starting lineup absolutely come day one yeah i mean how much money does he make 16 and a half million a year i mean can't we just i mean like i said before i remember years was it him that i said i think he should just be fred bird they could pay him 16 million a year be fred bird um but but he needs to go what are you guys thoughts on dylan carlson the new the guy that's I think I love him, but he will not be on the roster opening day. They're going to save his service time. They'll save his service time. You think they'll wait 20, 20 games and they'll roll O'Neill out there and then Dex. And then I think the Cardinals lineup is either going to be the same a month in because those guys <laughs> prove that they're actually doing okay, or it could be totally different. Cause Supposedly guys, the Cardinals are more high on Thomas than O'Neill. Really? Yes. I, I could see that. I yeah. think I, I think, think they're incredibly high on both, but I think they're I think Lane Thomas is on God level for the Cardinals right now. Yeah, I think he can maybe do a little bit more as far as athleticism. You know, O'Neal's obviously kind of a uh, home runner uh, or not. But um, let's kind of move on to NCAA basketball here. Uh, Pete and I, we're going to head down to Nashville on uh, over the weekend here, and we're going to watch a little bit of the SEC tournament. Um, but you look at teams around town, obviously, this year. If you can get in because of coronavirus. Well, you know, it's everywhere. Um, I'll be wearing my mask, and um, like I do, I got a personal personal mask and my name on it, uh, personalized. So uh, we talk about the teams around town. And when I, when I say that, I talk about Mizzou, SLU, and Illinois. Um, and in order, I would say Illinois has been great yeah. here lately. Um, SLU has been above average you know for for who they have here with i think 23 victories now and then slew hanging right around that 15 and 15 rank there um but let's talk about getting the tournament will slew get in the tournament oh guys i don't think so i think they're gonna have to win the tournament of course um i think they're going in as the fourth seed so i'm assuming that puts them as the the fourth best team in the league record wise i just don't think the a10 gets that many um but they do do have a chance to win they do have a chance to win they beat dayton in the semis do they get in Uh, win or lose in the championship game Mm, yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but moving on, who do you guys think is going to win this tournament? I have no idea. You guys followed it very close this uh, year? No. The last... Just no. Maybe... <laughs> the last maybe two or three weeks, I've been kind of following it a little bit. Uh, our season, obviously, yeah. was, it, we're the winding team. down and watch a few games. I think so many teams this year can win it. I don't think there's one team that's really out there. I, you know, I think Gonzaga's still favored. Gonzaga's an, yeah, Gonzaga's eight to one yeah. in Vegas to win it. I still, I think you know, got a little fight going on here in the Blues game. Oh. Ooh, the team that I've been watching a lot about the last week or so, or so is Ohio State. EJ Liddell's been turning it on. Uh huh. Made Illinois his uh, kids on Thursday. Ohio State. I mean, they're thirty to one. Uh, I like. I really like Maryland. I've watched Maryland the last couple weeks here. Um, obviously, Dayton's fun to watch, but they haven't been to that stage and it's like the Dayton Flyers are here I don't know about that Baylor's really good um but I think if, if I were to pick somebody um I, I think Illinois is scary what I'm saying is yeah. 80 to 1 like to try to win some money in Vegas 80 to 1 I mean Illinois that's scary a, that's a you know make some money, get a lot of money off yeah, that. Absolutely. yeah for sure D Brown's still there right 
No. Oh, okay. Oh, we're, we're throwing punches Oh, now. my gosh. Look, here we go. Live on Chuck and Lou. We have two guys. Looks like Fist Vince Dunn. Here. Fight, Vince Dunn. And is that, is that Chelios? <laughs> there he goes. We're battling here. We're punching each other. Ooh, ooh, bam. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> wow. That was an old-fashioned oh, ass kick in there. Live, Iggy. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Tune in. Hide your children. <laughs> he can't get up. Oh, <laughs> uh, cool. he doesn't know where he's at. Anyways, that was a, that was awesome live entertainment there. Wow, wow, wow! Don't get that on Chuck and Lou off. Have you uh, you ever seen that fight from Vince Dunn when he was in the minor leagues going yes. down the tunnel? So Vince I guess in the minors, I guess he when he played for the Chicago Wolves, they went down the, the each team went through yeah, the same they go tunnel. Down the same tunnel. So this guy starts yelling at him and confront, uh, confronts him and. Dunn just drops him with one punch. <laughs> and and they, they were showing it live on the Jumbotron, and the place was going crazy. Oh, is that man. Oscar Sunquist trying to knock somebody out? Yeah, it looks like it was. So this year in, oh, high, well, that's clean. in high school basketball, um, what, what are some things that we remember? Just kind of re- recap high school basketball. Like, What are some things this year that well, have happened? Compared we had the to the football season, nothing's memorable from basketball. Okay, the football sure, season was nuts. Football season was nuts, especially if you're talking local selfishly with St. Charles West. Um, but when you're just talking about basketball drone, we had the cheerleading fight. We had, you know, obviously uh, a couple kids that are – one's going to North Carolina, one's going to Kentucky around town. So really good basketball here. Um who, who on the girls' side do you guys think is going to take is in class, maybe in class four? You said Ledoux is Ledoux I know uh, Incarnate, they play Warrington on Wednesday. Um, That's on Tuesday. That'll get ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you potentially, think, yeah. Could Warrington possibly not score? Uh, no, nah, they got some players. They'll that, get some in there. Yeah. Uh, just Incarnate's just so good, yeah. you know. Uh, Parkway North was one of the top teams in the area, and they beat them by 30 this weekend. Right. But um, we played Ledoux earlier this year in the uh, MICDS tournament. Ledoux is really, really good. And I could see seeing that being a really, really good game. Uh huh. So we got Ledoux. Ledoux, 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 Ledoux I can't even talk. Mm-hmm. How was that fight right there? Just, holy cow. Um, so Ledoux is going to be tough um, in the girls' side. And who was that team you said? This, the, the team that you said that's got a, that no one really knows about is it Strasburg? Oh, oh, for like class three? Yeah, you're, you're the girls' coach. I'm trying to give you uh, some yeah, class three team. Yeah, they play Whitfield. Okay. Uh, Stratford plays Stratford. Whitfield. Stra- uh, Stratford's going. Stratford lost yet this year? Uh, I think they've lost one or two. Okay, so their winning streak's over. The winning streak's over, but they're going for their fifth straight state championship in class three. That's it. They need to yeah. throw their ring in with Incarnate Word and settle yeah. who's the more supreme. Well, Stratford. They're outside of Springfield. Okay, it's a, uh, a quarterback, have, isn't he? That's Matthew. Stafford. Oh, Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're 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 really good. Um, Walnut Grove in Class One. I've seen play this year. They probably have one of the best point guards in the state, and I think she's only a sophomore. She's a junior this year. Um, they'll be really good. They're always in the Final Four. Class Five will be interesting. We had the big uh, big game in Class Five with uh, House Central and Zumalt West. Zumalt West beats Zumalt them. West. Beat them for the second time this year. Um, I talked to Coach Towers. I saw him Saturday. Um, he's really excited. St. Charles High grad. Yes, yeah, head coach of Zuma West was the yeah. head coach of the boys forever, and then took over the girls. His yeah. daughter's now playing there. Mm-hmm. But uh, kind of hang your hat, you know. First season beating Hal Central, who's kind of been the oh, I don't know if you, what do you want to call Hal Central and girls basketball around town, kind of like the uh, the role model of kind of how to do things. Um, and and to lose. T- Three times all year, how Central did, and twice to Zoom All West is it's a big deal. I for think the team watching Class Five and the girls side is probably Rockbridge. They beat oh, Jeff yeah. City by twenty. Yeah, Rockbridge is 
really good. And that was the other team that gave uh, House Central their uh, okay. one of their three losses. So Rockbridge is really, really good. Back to the college thing real quick. Um, is it just me or is this season really boring to watch because none of the Blue Bloods are as are in a top five or top ten? Well, I think it's the Blue Bloods aren't, you know, they're not as, as good as they once were. But if you think about the talent level of college basketball, I was looking the other day. They said that there's a, realistically, there's like four or five dudes that are in college basketball that really should be like top ten picks. And they're, they said that after you get past like the seventh or eighth pick, it's just kind of crapshoot because it's just not that deep in players. And, you know, we don't have Zion to tune into. Um we don't have what's a guy Morant, uh, the point guard who was good for Murray State. There's just not really too many big dogs um, that we're tuning in to watch um, this this year. So I think that's that's been down a little bit. But I think the tournament is going to be awesome because I think you're going to see some upsets and some teams and um, like that. I think there's a lot of parity this year. I agree, and I think what you've seen in the tournament lately is these teams that end up usually going on these runs are the teams with just really good juniors and seniors, you know, that they've played together for a long time and make good runs. So um, well, college basketball should be all about. Let's let's talk a little bit just. Tease it a little bit. Next year, GAC um, as a whole and GAC North basketball-wise will end the basketball season, and we'll end our show tonight by actually just talking about what do we think next year is going to bring. Um, Lou, I'm going to have you start. What do you think about the GAC North on the men's side? What do you guys? What do you? What are you thinking going into next year with the players? That, I have no, that you know, I have no idea. You haven't even honestly, thought about it? I think. On, oh, I have thought about. It. I think honestly. It could be a four-man race. I think yeah. the fifth team Warrington's probably they're they're going to be down next year. Okay. Obviously, graduating three pretty athletic seniors. Right. Um, uh, uh, us and St. Charles High. We'll, we'll see how it goes next year. Um, I think Winfield's a threat to contend again, and I think Orchard Farm with a year under their belt mm-hmm. with some young players. I think they they could surprise some people. Yeah. I think. And coach, going into the next season, just because you're aware of it with the women's side, um, who's the team to beat next year in the GAC North? I mean, you have to go with St. Charles West. Because they'll uh, have the they best player. The the best player. They have everyone coming back. Right. Um, obviously, we have everyone coming back. We graduated one senior. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of talent. But, you know, as they say, you know, the defending champ, you know, you got to. Right. You got to. To beat the man, you got to beat the man. Yeah. You, know, you got to beat who, who won it last year. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, as we wrap up tonight's show, I, I want everyone to kind of understand just we, we kind of talk about the reason behind this. We just want to get local word out, and all three of us really enjoy doing this. Um, as the next couple months go without basketball, we will uh, be trying to get on the air, you know, once or twice a month, um, and we'll try to get some guests in here uh, that you guys would like. But thanks to everyone for following us. We, you know, we still run into people around town, especially at games, that'll thank us for doing this because it's good information, and uh, we enjoy doing it. So those of you that listen to us, that's great. If you listen to us and you would like for us to mention your name on the air, um, on our episodes just let me know or if you just want to give me free golf or something if you're a golf club that wants to be mentioned i'll talk about whatever golf club for 10 minutes and i can i can play free so um i better be involved in that you, you better be involved and, and we get lou and i need to get back out last year he had a putt six foot putt to beat me and it rained out that down, i you? never will so we have yet to have a winner between the two of us we played once and we've tied so looking forward to get out there pete thanks for joining us tonight Iggy, i'm the head star on you thank you so sure much tonight you got it. for coming out um lou thanks for coming over and chomping on your food good luck with the mouse in the wall at home and this this is Chuck and Lou and Pete. We have a mouse in our walls. <laughs>